We're on to the last costly mistake of these seven costly mistakes. Number seven, not getting referrals. Showing up is half the battle, but showing up is easier some days than others. Dailyshowup.com is a podcast, a live stream, reminding you to show up, how to show up and why it's important to keep showing up. And now, your host, Darin Persinger. Seven costly mistakes solo real estate agents make and keep them stuck. We are on to number seven. That means we've made it all the way through. So if we're on seven, let's just do a quick recap. Number one was not building an audience and not attracting leads. The biggest takeaway I want you to have from this one is even if you hit your goals, even if you hit your goals, but you're not continuing to build your audience and attract new leads into your pipeline, then you're going to have trouble hitting your goals the next year and the year and the year after. So don't take a short-term approach to this of like, oh, I just want to hit, hit these numbers. You also need to be building an audience and attracting leads. Number two, getting stuck in the what we call the POTOG, prospecting one-to-one grind. It's going to take a toll on you if you have to go out and hit your numbers by prospecting one-to-one-to-one-to-one. It's just it's brutal. <laughs> I don't know another way to say it. It's soul crushing. Um, maybe it wasn't so soul crushing back in the day when that was the only option. You know, there, there was no other way to do it, but there's different ways to do it now. Number three, dropping the ball on conversion. So that means trying to convert the people who are ready to go right now. Number four, not nurturing the people who aren't ready to go right now. Not everyone's ready to go right now. And how much money are you leaving on the table because you're not nurturing the, the leads that aren't going to be ready for six months, nine months, 18 months? Story I didn't tell in this is um, this one story. I'm not going to go into it, but just something for you to think about. I had this client a while ago tell me they realized that they had spent money to generate a lead and then had to pay a referral for that lead. Think about that. They spent money to generate the lead, but they didn't convert them. They didn't nurture them. Someone else can, was nurturing them, converted them, turned them back over to that agent and said, pay me a referral fee. Had to pay for the lead and pay for the referral. Ooch. Number five, tracking time instead of results. Don't base your success on the time put in. Base it on your effort, your productivity, and the results that you're getting, not time on task. It's not how we get paid in real estate. No one cares if you're working 80 hours a week. Clients care if you get them a result. And look, sometimes it's going to take it's going to take some time. But that's why it's really important when you don't have a thing to work on, don't create more work for you. Because there's going to be times when a transaction, like one transaction could take 80 hours in one week. So on those weeks when you don't have anything, uh, don't invent stuff to do. Hang out with the family. Go for a hike. Catch up on Star Trek Next Generation. Number six, not having a five-star offer. If you want those five-star reviews and five-star referrals, you got to get five-star re- uh, service and have a five-star offer that people can latch on to. Which brings us to number seven, not getting referrals. So if you're not getting referrals, it could be it could be an ask problem or it could be an offer problem like we talked about in the last episode where I just touched on. If you don't have that five-star offer, people can't 
effectively communicate what it is that you did for them because you didn't effectively communicate what it is that you did for them. <laughs> it makes sense. You know, it makes sense. People might not, people might know what you did. They might know the result, but they don't know how to communicate it. So if you don't say, here's what I'm going to do and then do it and then tell them what you did, there's no, there's no five-star offer in place. So a lot of it could be an offer. A lot of it could be an offer problem. You, uh, you don't know what it is that you do and know how to communicate that. The second part, another problem could be you're just not asking. You're not asking for, you're not asking for referrals. You're not asking for recommendations. You're not asking for introductions. So maybe you're asking too infrequently or you're asking at the wrong time or you could be asking in the wrong way. Maybe you're afraid you might come across as begging and that might be annoying. It might feel like you might have this perspective that your clients are doing a favor for you instead of you helping them, um, helping their friends, helping their family, providing value, being a resource, answering their questions, being someone that can actually help. Instead, you feel like, no, help me, help me so I can help you. Maybe you're not providing a solution that your sphere finds worth sharing or doesn't know how to share it. I'm going to go off on a tangent, a little bit of a rant here real quick. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've done episodes on this. I Don't buy in. Don't buy into the idea that real estate is a relationship business. Don't buy into that. I think it's really easy as a solo real estate agent and as a value provider to buy into that. But I, I, it's really important that you make this shift in your head and understand this. If you think that it is a relationship business, then that means real estate is on par with multi-level marketing, with network marketing. It's a like that's just about relationships. The reason why real estate is not about relationships, but it's about value is yeah, your close friends and your family might give you a chance early on, but if you don't provide value, if you just, if it's a favor, if it's only about the relationship, then when it comes time for them to do repeat business or to give you a referral, they're not going to do it just because of a relationship. There needs to be a value exchange. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like if if you're going through this process and you're only relying on the the length of your relationship or the depth of your relationship, that's not enough for them to to go, well let me tell you uh, let me tell my best friend about you just because I have the relationship. You need to provide the value also. The reason why I bring up network marketing, multi-level marketing is this is what a big push of what they do in that industry is they're like sell to your family and friends. And the reason why there's such a drop-off in there is because they burn out their family and friends. It's like it's the parallels of the length of time that a real estate agent survives their career versus multi-level level marketing, how off how long someone will sell a product or service for. Those are about the same. And like the the strategic Tactical ideas are about the same. Sell your family and friends. Ask your family and friends. 
and we wonder why there's a problem in real estate. So you can't just rely on the relationship. You have to come with value. And if all you're doing then is every every 90 days or so, you're asking, hey, you're calling up someone, you're saying, who do you know who that wants to buy or sell? Maybe people just don't like being put on the spot and asked for a referral from, from nowhere. Maybe there is someone that they know, but you just put them on the spot with this. So maybe there's a different strategy you could use, a better tactic to stay more top of mind instead of using these big, huge, um, like at four times a year ask. Maybe there's a different, better way to be more consistent with your ask and what you're asking for. So just be empathetic for that. Do you like when you're being put on the spot and asked for a thing, ask for a referral, ask for a favor to do this thing? Probably not. Just think about it from their point of view. So there's the seven costly mistakes. Um, let this be a lesson. Learn from them. Avoid the mistakes. But if you're already, if if you've already made these mistakes, try to learn from them yourself, so you don't make the same mistake twice. Because making the same mistakes is what leads to the burnout. I got things to do. So do you. It's been great having you as a listener of this episode. If you're not subscribed yet, do that now. And if you see a thumbs up button somewhere around, make sure that you click that. And here's four more things that you can do right now. Number one, download the free daily leads and weekly appointments guide. Visit dailyleadsweeklyappointments.com. Number two, join the free Successful Solo Real Estate Agents Facebook group and connect with solo realtors, lenders who are looking for better strategies, simpler systems, and concrete standards and structures. Join at darrenpersinger.com slash group. Three, subscribe to our main YouTube channel. You can get tips and insights on marketing and productivity. Subscribe at darrenpersinger.com slash YouTube. And finally, learn what being a real estate team of one is all about. If you're a solo agent or lender, you're doing under $300,000 a year and you'd like my help leveraging content marketing, creating better targeted paid lead generation, simplifying conversion and mastering productivity with systems so you can get closer to your goals, make a better living and live your best life, visit realestateteamofone.com.